Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to WhatsApp. My name is Gareth Vornike. I love your middle name. It's lovely. Uh, my name is Richard Alexander Willett. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. good, isn't it? Got the same you know, middle the, name as your brother. The Vaughan name basically um, dies with me. Yeah, it does. Well, unless you yeah, pop out my, a little I, boy, you might have another child yet. Well, that's it. My, my, the only way I'm having another child is if I trip and fall. Um, in in land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shouldn't have to explain that, should I? Look. Make it better. Be better. But yeah, um, yeah. dad's middle name was Vaughan. His dad's middle name was Vaughan. His dad's middle name was Vaughan. Obviously, mine's Vaughan. It's the eldest son thing. But I'm a father of two daughters. Yeah, you are, yeah. Although you could you could have called them Vaughan because it sounds like a kind of name that you could have... Like it, I think if you drop the A at the end of Vaughan, because it's V-A-U-G-H-A-N, if you drop the A and ha- and just have the G-H-N, that, that works as um, as a girl's name. So, yeah, I could have done that. But I went for Scottish Islands instead. <laughs> did you? Okay. I did, yeah. Well, our, our little new one, he's, he's got my best... Well, best friend, my, my oldest friend's... He's my best friend, I suppose. Gary's last name is his middle name. Although he was supposed to come round and meet his namesake last week, but he couldn't come round because he knew I was too busy, which was true. I was too busy, but I said I'd do the I'd do the work around him whilst he was here. But really, it, it, he couldn't come round because it was pissing it down, basically. Gary's surname isn't Thike, is it? <laughs> it's not Thike, it's Francis. Oh, that would have been annoying. That'd be pretty weird, though, wouldn't it? If what? you had a best mate called Gary Thike, and then <laughs> it's me and you working together, it's getting very confusing. If you had a best mate like, called Robert Illett, would be good. That would be. Well, that's yeah. Rillet. Rillet. Um I have no idea what's going on this last week. I've struggled to kind of look at the news um, with lots going on in the in the world that I I, I kind of live in. I do live in, um, but um, and I'm mixing that in with trying to find out how Abraham is connected to the Indian Brahmins. Um, I have little time. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? If you're getting stressed and overwhelmed though, that sort of stuff, you can always try <laughs> CBD. <laughs> Just where'd go you get to it? CBD.uk and use the code WTAF, man, and there you go, forty percent off. There you go. Um, so, what's your first WhatsApping of the day? Um, Rothschild, I suppose, is brown bread, isn't he? The, yeah. um, you know, how old was best, he? All the best son, eighty-seven, wasn't he? Okay, so well, you kind of think that they would live a little bit longer than that, though, wouldn't you? Um, I mean, eighty-seven is a pretty good innings. Um, it's also the year of a huge hurricane, and which our roof collapsed in. Um, Didn't you nearly die in that? No, my sister and my mum did. Dad was in London working. I was in bed sleeping through the lot. And um, Kerry and my mum were in bed because Kerry had got up and gone in, in my mum's bed because it was carnage, apparently. I don't know. I was asleep. And um, we lived in flat in a flat in those days because obviously we're multi-millionaire Freemasons, so we lived in a flat. And um, the you... flat the flat above, the, the chimney came through their roof, collapsed into their lounge, but their lounge was above my mum and dad's room bedroom and so the whole so basically there was a bang on the door from the neighbor because obviously they've got no roof the neighbor above neighbor above yeah they've banged on the door to i guess say can we come in come can we have some please sir (laughs) is there any room at the inn have you got my chimney and um and so obviously my mum gets up to answer the door with that my sister's obviously freaked out so she chases her out and as she leaves the room the whole lot comes down on top of the bed wow i'm fast asleep i, I honestly thought you were like moved into your mum and dad's but i got that story mixed up no right okay it can be me though for the sake of the story if it makes it more kind of personal if it's me well i've been telling so at that ages, point at that, that point i got up but my sister and my mum were answering the door, but I didn't realise they were there. So I ran down the hallway, and as I opened the door, I looked in, but I tripped. Yep. And if I hadn't have tripped, then the whole ceiling came down and landed on the bed. But if I hadn't have tripped, I'd have been on the bed and I'd be crushed. And you were out on the way, and the only reason you didn't get in time because you tripped over a stack of the biggest secret. Um, that hadn't even been written yet, but they were just there. Yeah. Because they were put there by the time-travelling guy that actually wasn't a time-travelling guy. Drumpf. Because that was one from last week, wasn't it, Rich? Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, the, you've you've come up with... You've done some research into this and found something I didn't know. 
right, by research, I got a text from my mate Rob. <laughs> That's the research. So my mate Rob messaged me and went, mate, I watched Wataf and Rich brought up the story of that geezer who is, you know, stuck in the future in 2027. He's the only person there. Everyone else is dead. He's flying around in a Lamborghini and there's no one there. And he puts all these videos up. Me and you were talking about it. Like he must be going out at like five in the morning to get this footage where there's no one else around. You know, like they make Hollywood films in like downtown New York, but they do it at like five in the morning when there's no one about or whatever. Um, but he was like, mate, it's a lot more sinister and weird than that. It's all AI. None of it's real. Wow. Well, no, even he's not, he's not real either. No, he's not real. So oh, it's, so we're, people are looking at it going, oh my goodness, he must be going out at five in the morning. Dude doesn't exist, man. And and it's it's getting to a crazy point where actually they've started they've managed to sort the hands out now with AI because that was one thing that was letting it down. You know, where you see that those AI videos that people just say, and you just yeah. see someone in the background like Michael Gove, and it's like, oh, they've I, not quite worked the hands out yet. I got a minute. She's really not not she's really not um noshing him off. The hands no, aren't real. The hands aren't real. The rest Somewhere. of it's fine, but um. But that's how sinister is that then? Because then, like I, I did an interview yesterday with a guy, um, and he, he was he was talking about like his brother had been murdered, um, and he's a, a he talks out about knife crime and stuff. Really interesting guy. We chatted for ages. But one thing he was saying was well, that he would bring back the death penalty if you're 100 percent guilty. But it's like, but then how would you even prove that? It's like, well, if it's proved beyond reasonable doubt, like there's a video of it. Now, Does that mean it's real? Not now. And this is now. what I was saying about the Compromat thing. Like, they, oh, it's Compromat with uh, Jeffrey Epstein and they've got him on video, they've got him on tape. But if it's tech is, is able to, to put things like that, they don't need the Compromat. All they need to do is to try and put you in a place at a certain time and prove you were there. And then the rest of it, the, the, some clever guys, not me, you've ever seen me on um, After Effects, there's no way. You'd just go, why is Kermit Frog's head on there? Um, but someone who's good at uh, good at uh, good at After Effects could just mock that up anyway. But what's what's crazy again? It's like it's like Hollywood with that predictive programming. Do you remember the film The Running Man? Yeah, with I get that mixed. I get that mixed up with The Rain Man, which is hilarious. But I do get them mixed up. Dip, yeah, slightly different films. But basically, in the opening scene, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a guy that essentially, I guess, it's almost like a kind of Hunger Games type vibe because basically they take criminals, right, and they put them in this game show, but it's to the death, right? So again, like the Hunger Games. So they, he, they, these criminals basically have to go through this kind of, this gauntlet and fight these people that are all with chainsaws and stuff. And obviously that, you know, it's like just carnage and it's set in the future. But they frame this Arnold Schwarzenegger's character and they've got video footage of him basically behind, you know, the, the controls of, of a, an Apache helicopter or whatever. And he just starts, just starts just like bombing this town and killing all these people, innocent civilians, um, probably an Israeli. And, um, but it never happened. And it's, it's all just totally fabricated CGI. And this film came out in like, what? I don't know, like 88, yeah, right? 89, that sort of, that sort of time. And you're like, but they could do that now. Absolutely, they could do that, yeah. And you look at the, some of the tech that I think Whitney Webb was talking about in, in her latest article um, about the US border, a US-Mexico border, and you actually look at the tech that, that, that Trump was talking about seven years ago rolling out, and really when you look into it, it's pre-crime stuff. Exactly well, that's what it will probably come down to in the end. Well, like yeah, the probably you... report then, that's, yeah. that's predictive programming, isn't it? Absolutely. So what they'll do is not only they'll run your data through the algorithms and say you're like 98% likely to be a, a, a bomber, um, but they'll go and also your children will have your DNA and that carries over a certain percentage of your psychology and they are likely to be a unibomber. I don't know what that means. Uh, but do you know what I mean? So Bomb they... universities. <laughs> Specific. Um, yeah. If I was going to start a climate change based funk band i'd call it algorithm that's good that Thanks, is mate. good that is very good that was quick as well we haven't done a oh, the first whatsapp so we get back to rothschild we didn't really talk about rothschild it but... didn't really say much just all the best son on he sails to the never regions of death see what he see what you've done there a sad situation for him because he spent his whole life trying to cock up this place and now he's gonna have to 
see whether it was worth it or not. But there you go. We'll, f- we'll find out one day. Yeah, all the best. See you on the flip. Um, do you know what's funny? Actually, this is completely unrelated, but it's something that, that happened today, this evening, and it made me laugh, right? So Ophi, my youngest, is a thug. And she's physically stronger than Alora, my five-year-old, to the point where if she pins her down when she's wrestling, Law can't move. It's actually quite mental to to watch someone so much smaller than someone else just hold them down. I don't know. I don't know. She's freakishly strong. But what she used to do is she used to say, "Go away, go away." Like if you if you did something to annoy her, or you say, "Come on, come here. Can you can you stop doing that? Go away, right?" So we've had a talk to her. Like you can't keep telling us to go away. That's wrong. Can't do that. So she's got that now. So now what she does is she says, go away, zombie. <laughs> and then she looks at you and yeah. I'm like, I know what you're doing. I know you're telling me to go away, but just because you're adding zombie to it, it's like you can get away with it. But this evening, I annoyed her. I can't remember how, but she forgot to add the zombie. And it was quite funny because she just went, go away. And then there was this just period of silence. And then she went, zombie. <laughs> Too late, mate. Gap was too long. Too long. No, exactly. Well, you should get that. That's quite polite, considering what I got. I don't know if it's a boy thing, but that's that's very kind of polite. What what all we get here is is um oh we got um, my brain hurts. He's, he's talking about oh just my brain's hurts. My brain is is too much for my brain at the moment. That's the one. Um, my brain aches. I can re- I can relate. Like he must have picked up for me, obviously. So his brain aches a lot at the moment. But um, yeah, um, yeah. That, they... that stuff goes on though. And the older they get, we've got more to look forward to. Because Alora played a football match the other day, right? And I noticed in the in the supporters that actually someone I used to train when I was a PT, their nipper was in the opposition team, and so. They, we didn't really recognise each other until they were leaving in the car and I saw her husband and I waved and he waved and he messaged me and was like, oh, mate, I didn't realise that. Oh, mate, I'd, I'd come over. And um, he said, which girl which girl was yours in the team then? And I said, you know, blah, blah. And he said, why aren't you coaching? Do they not know, like, your football background? And I was like, yeah, but basically one – they are advertising for an assistant coach, but it's like one, you know, I like the fact that she's just in a girls' team and she's having fun and it's run – by a woman and they're all and I just I kind of like that I don't want to come along and you know whatever but the other thing is that um Lord you know I think Lord would be embarrassed to have a dad involved it's quite nice that she's there and she's with her friends and it's separate from us and we're just on the sideline watching and um and so I said I said because like the, the the game a couple of weeks ago I stood by the side of the goal because she plays in goal and I was sort of giving a few tips and in the end after the game she was she was like I'd rather you weren't stood at the net and he was like oh mate that's harsh and I was like yeah but that's fair enough so I won't stand there now if that's if she doesn't want me to like, I'm not like pushy parent and he went well if it's any consolation my eight-year-old called me a fucking dick yesterday <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's and I started yeah. laughing it's like I shouldn't laugh but there's no way that's not funny no it is funny and even when you're on the receiving end of it it's funny yeah so yeah it's a boy thing I think hide the laughter because they can't see you laugh can they no Look annoyed, wait till they leave the room, and then it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so Benjamin Netanyahu gave his condolences. Let's just wrap this one up, the Rothschild one. I send my deepest, deepest condolences to the Rothschild family over the passing of Lord Jacob Rothschild, a world-renowned philanthropist <laughs> and a great supporter of the State of Israel. Well, actually, the first bit is bollocks, but the second bit's true. In the 19th century, Baron Rothschild made indispensable contributions... It's like nappies to the foundation of the future Jewish state, which they tried to get everywhere and just thought that's probably if you look at the, some of the places they tried to get the Jewish state in, it makes you realize how much nonsense this is. Um, in the 20th and 21st century, Lord Jacob Rothschild continued this proud tradition. The people of Israel will remember him with eternal gratitude and appreciation. They won't. They will remember him as a psychopath Satanist who created a place for you to launch your um, nuclear missiles from. But there you go. Benjamin has said thank you. Cheers, Ben. Thanks for that, mate. Cheers for the input. Yep, there you go. So let's move on. What, let's have another one. And um, where are we? Sam Smith's back. We haven't had a Sam Smith one for a while. Sam Smith. This might be old, but he looks great. Sam Smith looks sensational in white mini skirt on walk with a rumoured boyfriend. I was like, rumoured boyfriend. We don't want to get that bit wrong. But he basically is wearing what you would wear... If, basically, he's wearing a Monica Sellis without the knife in the back. Was it? I, I I saw that picture. Did you see that? Is it? And it and it. What all I thought from it, right, is if Sam Smith was 
just a regular guy, a straight guy, mm. or a regular straight woman, mm. they would go to town on that picture. Like they used to go to town on Pamela Anderson or, or, or um, Courtney Cox, like when they went out and they might have a spot on the yeah. face because they're normal human beings. When they leave a, a like a yoga gym or whatever, they, they tear them to shreds, don't they? But because it's someone who's a they, them, they look stunning. He, he looks like a fucking slob who's borrowed a T-shirt. <laughs> he doesn't. Hey, well, he does. He looks like a slob who's forgot his trousers. He's woke up pissed outside the pub in the morning. You've got no, no trousers on. And then you've gone through the like the bin bit at the back, and somehow you found a tennis skirt and gone. I'll get home. I'll get my um, my supposed boyfriend to come and get me, pick me up. Oh my god, I'm hanging. I have no recollection of what happened last night at all. All I can remember is something to do with Rothschild and blood, and there was something to do with there was some being sort of pissed year... on by someone in a sailor suit. <laughs> it was one. Of, I mean, I'm sure it was a fun night. I'll be. I'll come back next week, but. Where are my fucking trousers? Uh, basically, yeah. So that just made me laugh. I haven't we haven't we haven't done a Sam Smith one in a while, and um, he's wearing the, a skirt. I can almost see his um, vagina. But but that's the his gunt. But that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? The fact that they use that language, stunning, looks stunning. <laughs> that was like last week's one with Putin. He's uh, what did he say? Use their words for Putin's um, oh, henchman. Henchman. <laughs> that made me laugh. They love the language, don't they, as well? Because I noticed this, I think it was yesterday or the day before, when they were talking about this so-called peace deal in the Middle East, which is obviously all bollocks because it always is. They don't want peace. Um, but obviously you've got all these Palestinian prisoners being held in Israel illegally, a lot of them kids, that basically just get kidnapped off the street. Sometimes they get kidnapped out of their house at 4 o'clock in the morning by Israeli soldiers, bundled into a, a military cell. They're not tried. They're not... They don't go through any due process. They just fucking stick them, lock the, lock the door, right? And then obviously you've got the hostages that are being held by Hamas, right? And so the language, this was this was talk sport, so talk radio, news call then, so Murdoch. And it was like um, exchanging um, Israeli hostages mm. for Palestinian prisoners, and you're like, the language there says two yeah, different things. Yeah, they're the same thing. So one is a hostage and one is a prisoner. So they're put in prison. So they've been arrested. They've been tried. They're a criminal. Because right. that's what your brain does when you hear that language. It's like, no, no, no. Lots of these people were kidnapped or just bundled into the back of a van and chucked into a cell, mate. Yeah. So, but but by using that language, it it's it was all intentional. Of course it is. It is. And that's, that's the disgusting nature of the mainstream media. And obviously the people writing these articles will know full well what they're doing. Um, a lot of these reporters will just be reading it off a, off a um, what do you call it? What do we use? A teleprompter. That's it. Prompting off the telly. Yeah. But that's what they do now. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like People say this, don't they? Look, oh, what? So they were all in on it then, you know, with COVID. It's like, well, everything was coming down from the World Health Organization. It was literally coming down and filtering into every single health service. And not only that, but when you put something on Twitter or something on YouTube or something on Instagram, it was coming up at the bottom, wasn't it? It was, mm. was WHO says X, Y, Z. So it's like, so you don't have to be in on it if you've if you've got it filtering down. Sure. And all that happens with the news, they'll get their news from Reuters, Associated Press. It will be it will literally be a handful probably of that's not a handful. A handful. Depends of, how many of, fingers you got. This is true. Seventeen eggs in one. Um <laughs> that then just goes out to all the little regional ones. So if you're listening to um Julie from all reading evening news yeah. it will be the same word for word as uh julie on south today mm. uh, live just reading the same script because it's just come from the same knobhead up there yeah, it is and it and associated press and uh reuters are the main two so you're completely right they're just that's the way it is but even now the alternative media are, are at it aren't they and we could go into that for hours and hours and even I did see today that um the little panto between um, uh, Alex Jones and Musk has, has got uh, entered another phase of its drama, of its Eastenders drama. I what didn't. Oh, something about Alex Jones was saying about something of his being shadow banned, and then now 
Elon's taking it out of context and then he's saying that he did he's having a go at him but he wasn't having a go. I mean he's clearly like let's pretend frenemies. Let's pretend. I think what's happened is that the people have started to pick up that they're a bit too close, so they're pretending not to like each other as much anymore. That's what I've right. got from it. But it's good fun. It's it's like EastEnders for whilst me whilst cross promoting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. So yeah. it's it's yeah it's that illusion, isn't it? Well, it's the same oh, with with Spotify. No. Spotify's um they were bought some of their shares were bought by Tencent and so with Tesla. Um, Tencent is a Chinese um, media company. Um, so they're buying up them, and they've since sold them, but you can't really find where they've sold those shares from. So I think they've, they've just hidden them in a different department. But they're all connected, yeah, absolutely. Everything is, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Um, talking of quite well-connected, um, or, or interbred, I suppose, the royal family. The fuck is going on there? I keep dropping, like, flies, don't I? I don't know. I've, I've barely caught up with this as well. All I it's, saw was it's a picture very, of... It's very strange, mate, because... You obviously the Queen's died, then King Charles has obviously been diagnosed with cancer. But how much is there more to do with that with, with cancer vaccines that were being promoted at the same time and what have you? Then William, Prince William, is pissed as a fart, swaying around like a pissed teenager <laughs> in front of his parents in that video. Kate's gone in for some basic abdominal surgery and last seen with fucking Lord Lucan and Shergar. Fucking disappeared off the face of the earth. I saw a picture of her the other day, and she's got really like she's. A bit, I think she's a very attractive lady, but she's obviously got very wide shoulders. But she looks very, very, very underweight, very ill. Well, she always did look underweight. Yeah. I just want to, you know, good luck to her. But you know, get a couple of extra slices of toast on the fry up. Then, then this Thomas Kingston, that's his name. He's he's married to the daughter of this. Does my head in right? He's married to the daughter of Prince and Princess Michael of Kent, right? Oh, Who the fuck is Princess Michael? You're doing my head in. So that also sounds like something could be inbred there. His Pre- best friend's uncle's milkman, mate. I don't so, understand. So, so he's King- the daughter. What? He's married to the Thomas daughter King- of... Thomas Kingston, okay. right? Son in married, married to the daughter of Prince and Princess Michael of Kent. So he's not a technically a royal. He was a son-in-law. Yeah, he's married into it, I guess. But he's died suddenly at 45 years old and no one's telling anyone why that's happened. And Prince Harry's lost his high court battle now because he, he wanted to, when he's in the country, have the taxpayer pay for some, um, you know, some security for him. And so he doesn't have to pay for it out of his own skyrocket because he's not got enough money of his own. He's, he's lost that. And it's like, what is going on? It's like a big ball of carnage. It's... It feels, oh yeah, another one. Um, so this is, you know, you know, if someone is purposely kicking the ball into their own net, you're going to start going, can we chink his bank account, please? Because I reckon he's taking a bung here. Did, I reckon... you, did you say chink? I was there a little... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to. Yeah, sorry. He's a reach of people and a food, right? So they, they've put Andrew, of all people, right, as the face of the royal family at the minute while Charles is obviously unwell and you're thinking mate just put a fucking corgi at the front of it yeah. have that rather than Andrew seriously and it's almost like they must have advisors in fact I know they would have advisors going I wouldn't do that governor <clears throat> they'll have a PR team and all that sort of stuff so when Charles goes do you know what I can't do it I've got a brother I've got a younger brother well, Edward, no, no, don't worry about him. He's 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 with Shergar and Lucan and Kate. Um, stick stick Andrew out there. If you're PR, you're going. Oh, no. oh, I mean, you're the king, so you're the boss. But um, I wouldn't. No, my I am an advisor, and I'm no, I'm not up there with the the Savile type of advisor. I mean, I'm not going to talk about your marriage or anything or how to to rig a car so we can go to draw a wall in a tunnel. But I really wouldn't put... I mean, the pedo... We've only just got over the pedo stuff. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Well, it, it's worse that that's the, all the options they've got. But it makes me it makes me think, like, that that's intentional. It has to be. So, therefore, is it just absolute self-destruct mode intentionally? Get rid of the royal family. Because, obviously, Dad's been saying for a while, isn't it, that at the end of the day, if you're going to destroy 
the culture of Britain, as much as we don't like the royals, they are within that fabric of that, whether you like it or not. I don't like it, but they are. And so actually by removing that, that's another that's another hammer blow mm. to to you know the history of this place and the culture of this place. Well, it just waters it down, doesn't it? What, what would they do with Balmoral Castle? What do you think they're going to turn that into then? Don't know. It's a creepy place. Or what about Windsor Castle? I mean, it's smack in the middle of London. I mean, you could do some serious club in. You could have a nightclub in there. Strip bar. Strip bar. I like Windsor. Windsor and Eton as a, as a place. I, I think it's actually a really nice place um, for anyone. It's bloody expensive, though. What do you mean? Have you, been, mi- have you been in there? Not into the castle. No, they wouldn't so let I me say, in there. I was going to say, let you um, in there. But I've walked around. There's a Nando's opposite it. But I've walked... I've, <laughs> God, there, is. There, there literally is. Yeah, there isn't a pizza hut, is there? Yeah. But I've walked, um, I've walked around that area, spent a little bit of time around the area when I was um, when I was staying in London and gigging and stuff. And it is... um. It is nice, you know, over, you've got, I remember eating in a restaurant called Brown's, which is right on the river, and it is gorgeous until you get the bill. I remember that. I ordered, like, this seafood thing, thinking, oh, I'll try that. It looks nice. It was like someone else had it, and it turned up, and it was it was quite nice. And then the bill came, and it was like, <coughs> can I throw it back up? Yeah, you because you, I'm, maybe someone ate it before I did. It wasn't Brown's nightclub, was it? wasn't brown's nightclub no there there are quite a few of those browns now around the country and they are quite nice restaurants i mean they're not we're not talking places that celebrities go nice not made of money (laughs) but but it but it's you know it's one up from Hernando's. well speaking of browns west end plays stage shows all black audience free from the white gaze shall i read that again west end play stages shows to all black audience not not the um not, not the rugby lot Free from white gaze, not not gaze as in I've just done the like. Hello, lovely. Get as in look gaze. Yeah, it's easier probably to read that than to hear it. It really, oh, that I struggled to be fair, and I had quite a good link there with the Browns, but I completely fucked that up. West End plays stages shows to all black audience free from the white gaze. So basically, Slave Play will hold two blackout nights, they call them, in move that critics call simplistic and racist. Basically, they're going to have two nights where only people who are of African-American origin, black, um, allowed to watch it. Allowed to watch it. What if I go in and close my eyes? No. Because they can see you not being black, you don't want to put the audience, you don't want to put the actors off by being white, Gareth. What are you playing at? Well, you know, I don't know. You hear me? <laughs> I'm actually quite bored of these things because they're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, it's but, fostering. Whereas, like, quite, I'm yeah. I'm so anti-racist that I'm going to be racist. What? <laughs> Well, it's just a fostering up division, isn't it? Um, a West End theatre will stage shows for an all-black audience to ensure ticket holders will be free from the white gaze. They call it the white gaze. Again, G-A-Z-E, not a G-A-Y-S. But that's, that's, that's segregation. That's... <laughs> that's... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, discrimination it's a, based on skin colour. It's a it's stage play about the slave race as well. Or oh, slave race. I didn't mean that. Slave trade. What, what, what if I am... Yep. What if I am an Eastern European woman that was sex trafficked into this country, kept as a slave by a pimp, kept on drugs for 10, 15 years, performing sexual acts on big, fat, horrible men, and then I finally managed to escape? Am I allowed to watch it? If that's the first... You've just escaped and you thought, do you know what? That was awful. I fancy a bit of theatre. I would let you in. But can I... Surely I can relate to slavery then more than a room full of people who have never been slaves. We're all slaves. Ever in their lives. Slave play? That's what it's actually... We're all slaves, to be fair. We're all slaves, (laughs) Arthur Rothschilds, mate. Arthur Rothschilds. Slave play, starring Kit Harrington. It's called Slave Play, who plays Jon Snow. Snow? (laughs) Jon Snow is in the newsreader. He's in it, because Snow White. Um, Jon Snow in the Game of Thrones. 
who plays Jon Snow in the Game of Thrones as a character. Oh, yeah. Opens at London's Noel Coward Theatre, good, in June for a three-month run and will offer two performances specifically for an all-black identifying audience. So you may be... Oh, that's fine. Piece of cake. Sam Smith will be there. Oh, there's a... There's a... As an outclaw... As a get-out clause, you just have to identify as black. Gotcha. Piece of cake. Done. Next. Next. I'm in. I'm in. I'm an all black. Idiot. He's allowed in. <laughs> Unless he doesn't identify as a an all uh, a black person, he could identify as a fucking space hopper. I don't know. Um, yeah, Lord that made me laugh. Yeah, lot load of bollocks. Planet Earth. Talking of bollocks, um, mm. do you see that story coming out of Pakistan? Um, <laughs> it's always good news coming out of Pakistan, but. There's a woman, and there were some images of it. Well, there's footage of it, but um, lots of screen, like screenshots, screen grabs of it. So basically, this woman is wearing a dress that's got a bunch of stuff written on it in in Arabic that a load of people took as ba- blasphemous for whatever reason. And then you know yeah, do you know what it said? Um, Muhammad's gay, I think, or something like that. I don't, no, I don't know what it said. It didn't say anything to do with the prophet. It didn't say anything to do with anything religious. I don't know what it was, but but it it's made it very clear in the news article that it was nothing to do with that, and it was a complete misinterpretation anyway. Even if it did, just give a fuck, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but this baying mob arrived with weapons to cut a fucking head off. <laughs> That's a bit of overreaction. It's now, I've seen people with like a hat. I just think that doesn't do you any good. Like that is not bringing out the best side of you. It's, it's making your chin look a bit big, and it's a little bit. Your profile's a bit off. I wouldn't wear that. It doesn't. It's not becoming of you. But yeah, beheading. When I saw Sam Smith, I didn't want to cut his head off. Well, I can't claim <clears> the same. But then a female soldier has to sort of try and placate the situation and she's trying to reason with the baying mob i mean imagine trying to reason with people that want to cut someone's head off for a fucking dress i mean in 2020 i think there's been a misunderstanding here excuse me but this is the thing there's a bit of misunderstanding it just says tk max that's all it says oh oh sorry all right okay Uh, we'll see you later then i'll put the axe back what the fuck i've got this axe from tk max as well i should have known even if it said fucking whatever about you, some fucking sky fairy, doesn't matter what it says, it's a fucking dress. So you they cut it's... someone's head off for a dress. Christ, so what happened then? That's I saw, saw a little bit of this, but I didn't understand the whole full context. So what happened? They managed to, to sort of placate the situation, I think. But it's in the images, like the woman is utterly distraught. Like she's, well, you would be, you'd be fucking terrified. But you're going to get your head cut off. Yeah, for a fucking dress. I mean, it's an appalling dress, I've got to say. <laughs> When I looked at it, I did go, it's not great. But at the same time, that yeah. is insane, isn't it? Like, what is wrong with you? You've, you've got a, you know, whatever you believe and, you know, whatever nonsense. If, <laughs> go if, if, I'm not going to judge you, but whatever bollocks you believe. This goes for all religions. It's all bollocks. Of course it is. Whatever, you know, they take a little bit of the same fucking story. That's the joke of it. Yep. The same story. They interpret things differently. They make things literal when they're not meant in that sense, right? Like, whatever. But if you do believe it and you, you're going to de- dedicate your life to this magical being, if this magical being wants you to cut a woman's head off for wearing a dress, I think you should be following <laughs> another being. I think you should look at a different interpretation of it. Yeah, absolutely. This isn't not... you are you are in you are in Compton, and you are in the wrong crowd, bruv. bruv. You are you are hanging around with gangbangers and and drug pushers. This is not cool for you, mate. You've got a lot to offer the world. Is that so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was again. Was that out of Pakistan then? Like, did that was that story? Did that that was in, in Pakistan? Pakistan? Yeah, and it's just like you know. What what is going on? Uh, who knows? That's 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 some weird, um, you know, like you hear stories like obviously because I go around do all these walks and I do love mystery and so like Derby, which is about half an hour from me, it's like the centre, pretty central in England, and it was a real horrible place where people were hanged and they were brought from all these areas to be hanged, and it's it's got like a real dark, sinister history. Derby and that was just like just before Christmas. Exactly, yeah, on St. Peter's Street. Yeah, and but they would hang kids, literally kids who were like seven, eight years old, if they went outside with a sooty face. 
Like if you had a bit of soot on your face. I you thought know, you meant the character. No, oh, mate, honestly, this was these were hangable offences, right? And you look Jesus. at that and you go, my God, they used to hang people because they went out with a sooty face in like, you know, 12, whatever. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? I've only just it got it with sooty and sweep is because of chimneys. I've only just well, got that. They probably were chimney sweeps, but it's like, but but you would look at that and go, how mental is that? They used to do that. And then you go, but in 2024, they just cut women's heads off because of the dress. It's, We've it's, gone no mental. it's no less mental. Oh, mate. Yeah, I know. This is a stupid planet. It, it's Well, the planet's all right. It's just there's a lot of strange people believing really weird things. And, okay, as you say, believe weird, as weird, many weird things as you like. I believe weird stuff as well, or, or, or at least entertain some weird stuff. But I wouldn't go and hurt someone just because of it. I would go, well, all right, that's, I find that interesting. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like you just made a good point. The world's fine. Nothing wrong with the world. It's just got a load of knobheads in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. France. It's beautiful, but it's full of French. <laughs> this made me laugh. This is from 2016, so this is a while back, but I've only just found it, so it's new to me. Um, April Fool's Day, t- 2016. Uh, is... right, we, we are going old school. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I've just found this, but I have. Okay. Um, Irish local newspapers... Paddy Jihadi story criticised for ISIS reference. Paddy Jihadi. As soon as I saw this, I thought Gareth Gary will love this one. I like a pun, I like a rhyme. A Paddy Jihadi reference. So this was an April Fool's joke that went completely wrong in 2016. A local news website in Ireland has been criticised for publishing an April Fool's Day article making fun of terrorist attacks. Right, so 2016... <laughs> It's all kicking off in Iraq and Syria, isn't it? With ISIS and ISIL and Dinesh, Darius Dinesh, and whatever they are. Was it Ian? Was pop stars? He's dead now. Oh, he is. Yeah. But weren't they called Daesh or something? There was was a load of them. All just just silly little names. But yeah, and they thought that this is a good time. (laughs) It's Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So Kildare Now's article um, claimed an Islamic. Um, Islamist calling himself Paddy Jihadi had raised the ISIS flag above a local landmark and rigged the area with explosives <laughs> sparking a security lockdown. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did Jihadist an- Jihadist annex annexes Kildare landmark? The headline read. Um, Irish security forces have placed a ring of steel around the Allen area and road divisions are in place until further noticed after an anonymous phone call by a male calling himself Paddy Jaddy. You've, you've got to... <laughs> are you... Uh, what's your name again? Paddy Jaddy. Right. Okay. It's, uh, and um, any more credentials here? That's so I can just check you're a real person. And Paddy Jahadi said he had rigged the area with explosives and that he was renaming the locality of the Hill of Allah. The story continued. It just made me laugh. It's 2016. Oh. Like, man, we go back to those days. I mean, that was like right on the edge before Woke kicked in, was it? And then, quite frankly, you understand. Maybe his, his bloody fault that Woke kicked in. Such a spring back from Paddy Jahadi. Imagine that I, was a, like, pissed up for a joke. But the thing is, though, the fact that that was during a time, like I say, where all that was kicking off over there. So you had an influx of of immigration coming from those areas. And you've thought that's hilarious. And also doing it in Ireland. There there were bombs in bins and stuff as recent as like the 80s and 90s. So proper recent memory. (laughs) But he said, but the article says, and the article claimed an Islamist calling himself Paddy Jihadi. So they're actually saying that he was an Islamist. Uh, to me, that sounds like someone. How do you know? I would say that's probably someone who's probably pissed up. For, he's a morning drinker for having a laugh. There's something he won't remember of ringing you the next day. Like, I love the fact that he's definitely Islamist because he called himself Paddy Jahadi. Paddy Jahadi's great. There <laughs> you go. There's your next, um, your next uh, Halloween costume. Oh my god, I've got a history of Halloween costumes. <laughs> right. Um Sadiq Khan. Yeah. Um this is my next one. He he's my um um having a mayor of the week in, in in the Gareth Fight Tonight show this week. 
the London the London having a mayor of the week, um, or having a mayor of London week. Sorry, I can't remember what pun I use now, but I was very proud of myself at the time. Um, so I don't know if you saw this, Rich, where he's come out and basically said we should steal, essentially seize. Seize sounds better than steal, but it's the same thing. We should seize. I think it's 1.4 billion pounds worth of property in London that's owned by Russians and flog it off and use that money to fund 4,000 homes in the capital. And you're like, oh, hang on. So, so here you've got a mayor advocating basically robbing the property off of foreign nationals and flogging it off on, you know, on the cheap. Um, and the mainstream media, no one said a word against it because obviously it's the Russians, isn't it? You say yeah. what you want against the Russians, that's fine. And, you know, I did sort of think in the, a sort of whataboutery kind of way, obviously you've got Russia, Ukraine at the moment and you've got Israel, Gaza. There's bits kicking off in terms of, you know, the South China Sea and little bits and bobs and little things happening. But they're the main two that are going off at the minute. So then to play whataboutism... Could you imagine if Sadiq Khan came out and said, right, what we're going to do, we're going to seize the property of Israeli nationals in the capital and we're going to sell it off to fund 4,000 new homes. For who? Mate, it would just be anti-Semite being screamed from every single fucking microphone you could possibly imagine. I still think they're trolling. They have, that's got to be a troll because it's such a stupid thing to say. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. We're just going to nick all their stuff. And then we'll just sell it off. But yeah. why are you going to nick it? Well, Russian, I. Yeah, don't like them. Uh, right, okay. Can you, you, get... can you do that? <laughs> Not legally, but morally. Well, we can get away with it because... It's mad, isn't you it? You don't like them. It's just mad that you can advocate that. So I can I can, I can, can earn a load of money um, and I can go and buy a house in France and then suddenly Macron doesn't like England, which he doesn't anyway, but he doesn't like England because whatever, fish and chips... And then suddenly you can just steal the house that I own, flog it off, and use it to buy a fucking beret. <laughs> it's like, what in what world? Well, uh, Macron's just took t- two point eight billion from the Qatar national funds for infrastructure and technology. So basically, just put that through the uh, the Orwellian um, transcriber, and it comes out as arms. Basically, so and Qatar, by the way, as well. So that's where the Hamas headquarters are. So it's all kicking off. They love their human rights over in Qatar as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I prefer the banjo, to be fair. But see, every time I hear the country Qatar, I just think of <coughs> that's called Qatar, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, when you got it in your throat, I've got a bit of Qatar. Uh, I'll definitely open up like some sort of like power station, call it Electric Guitar. That's a great name. Mm. Or a band, like a pop, electro pop band, Electric Guitar. That'd be great. Um, Kellogg's CEO is happy more families under pressure after eating cereal for dinner. What? <laughs> He's actually happy that people are so skinned that they have to eat his cereal for dinner. That is like... What's the what's the one from Oliver Twist? Fagan. Fagan? Yeah, it's Fagan. that sort of mentality, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Got to pick a pocket or two. Also, chemicals such as chlorocuat chloride has, which has been linked to reduced fertility, altered fetal growth, and delayed puberty, have been found in the in Kellogg's. So Kellogg's basically is just it's happy. Found. Found. Just had a look. I've made the, I, I cut the rest off, so I've made that bit up. But it says have been, so I went with found. But discovered could have been a better way of putting it. So well, he's the, just the happy. Fact is it's, not, it's not necessarily been found in the sense that Kellogg's know it's there. It's <laughs> yeah, not like yeah. some you found just it. Accidentally discovered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They knew it was there because they put it in there. But they're they're happy that you're having to have it for dinner. That you're so skinned. Like like we're so happy that you've now. That's what you, we meant by an all day breakfast. Literally, you just eat Kellogg, Kellogg's. Every everyone's now a student, then basically. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're not eating them by by choice because they can't be asked to get up, or they're so hungover they've been sick all over their own face and have to get up and just think, all I can handle right now is some Kellogg's until six o'clock this afternoon when it's 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 okay to start drinking again. Um, I was a student and I may have done that a few times. Um, but yeah, these these are actually people that are too skinned can only 
afford cereal. We go through these dark phases, don't we? And this might go down as one of them, like you know, where you're you're, you're you've got a CEO of a major company like that celebrating the fact that people are skin. And it reminds me of when when they had to change the recipe of certain dog and cat foods to make sure that it was perfectly edible for humans because <laughs> because people were so fucking poor that we're eating cat and dog food. I remember this. Did we cover yeah, this? That was I mean that that was probably ten years ago, I reckon. Oh really? I thought we yeah, covered that. I reckon, I reckon it probably was. Or maybe not. Like it's hard now. Like because two weeks is 20 minutes sometimes isn't it it's a bit of a weird one but i i thought it was a while ago but yeah they they had to do that because people were eating cat and dog food because they're so skin and getting ill but what i what i find funny is that it's okay let's get that logic say all right we're so skin we can't afford food but let's make sure the cats and dog dog are fed before we feed ourselves wouldn't you just get the cat cat and dog and try to eat the the not human food like, but that's what that's what they. I think I think cat food and dog food is cheaper, isn't it? I think that's what it was. I not think now. Fucking hell! I've got a cat and a dog. No, absolutely not. Your cat will eat you forty-five minutes after you die. That's weird, isn't it? A dog will like mourn you, you and f- shit, whereas a cat will just go. Ah, I've waited long enough. Where did you find this this research from? I killed someone and waited forty-five minutes. <laughs> Watching their cat let the cats in. Eat him. Haven't you not just seen Batman Returns? Eat him. 45 minutes I had to stand there. And it was just looking up at me, meowing. So for God's sake, mate. I'll um, eat you in a minute. You spoke then, obviously, about guitar and arms. This made me laugh. Well, not laugh, but, you know, you know, laugh as in, like, a how mental everything is. Not, yeah. not you know, Billy Connolly. It's not a Billy Connolly gag. No. But Victoria Newland, who's the one we got confused with, the Canadian, but it's not, it's the American the other week. Um, she was the one that was stood in Ukraine in the middle of the street with what looked like a row of dildos, but I think they were like microphones. And it was all just quite a weird scene. And she was just like talking. It was just very odd. Anyway, she has been probed, lol, on, um, on Ukraine. And obviously the fact that some Americans are starting to get a little bit cheesed off with the fact that their country is skinting going to the dogs, yet all their money's just getting chucked over to the naked dancer. Um, oh, and God. so in in defense of it, right, she's obviously, you know, runs out the spiel of, you know, we're protecting Europe and we're doing this and all, oh, absolute horseshit, of course. But then she says the quiet part out loud when she says, we have to remember that the bulk of this money is going right back into the US to make those weapons. <laughs> shh, shh. That was that was the subtext of what you were supposed to talk about. That's yeah, for those, you. those weapons that are killing people. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> to remember, this is how we get you lot to kill each other. Come on, how else do you think it's done? It's just psychopathy, doesn't it? That, that's Victoria doesn't realise this, but that is a psychotic thing to say. <laughs> She doesn't know. No. Oh, well, it's quite obvious that they're moving off towards a World War Three. I'm hopefully people will wake up in time to, to realise they've been pushed into that. Because that's, that's all it takes for people to go, I'm not fighting you. You don't fight me because we're all right, aren't we? Um, we're do you want being, a bottle of Kellogg's? Do you want a bottle of Kellogg's? Because that's all we've got left. And the cat is, looks massively hungry. Yeah, I, I know. We'll get, we'll, they're gearing it up towards it. They're putting all the money in the tech. They're going for the end game. They're not going to get there by 2030, though, because they've got six years to do that little bit. There's absolutely no chance. They're well behind on that. That's why the Rothschild's just gone, fuck it. I'm off. I'm off. I'm done. Done with this bullshit. I'm going to come back as a gremlin. <laughs> um, Let's have another look. What last one I've got is a guy was arrested for yoga. Feel free time. <laughs> yeah. Feel free, real-time breaking news alerts. Are, that's that's basically the headline. Thank you for that. That's Why is that there? Um, arrested for yoga. The computer programmer was arrested and charged with allegedly conducting illegal missionary activity, sex, which is an offence under the so-called Yoravaja laws brought in last year, named after its author, PM, oh, sorry, MP Arena Yoravaja, the new legislation signed off by President Vladimir Putin, our friend, includes restrictions on missionary activity, religious groups and followers of what he what the government deemed deems non-traditional religions, basically yoga. So they're basically <laughs> arresting people for trying to get people to start to join their yoga group or their yoga class. 
as if they're like religious nutters. From a guy that's also a Habadnik, by the way, who are religious nutters. I thought Habad would come in. Yeah, I got got in there. In the we got end. in there. I tried yeah. to calm down on it, to be fair, because I went a little bit Habad overboard. And um, I think I probably should have just wind it back a bit. The 44-year-old claims he was bundled into a, a police car in the car, not up against one, because it's fucking pointless, and ordered to sign a blank piece of paper. <laughs> What's this? Just sign it, and then we'll fill it in. I was um, only asking for your autograph. <laughs> Basically, what it was, um, which she refused to. No, Maya Tor Poshikola Sholikot Lynch, the ninety-eight-year-old yoga instructor. Ninety-eight years old. Didn't read that. I was a ninety-eight-year-old getting bundled. <laughs> now I'm questioning the whole authenticity of this. Now a ninety-year-old, eight-year-old yoga instructor bundled into a police car. Two months after his arrest and subsequent release, he's still alive, by the way. He now faces a fine at court here next week in St. Petersburg State News Agents um the news agency. Mr Yugaya, it says Yugay on it. Um who admits following Hinduism, who admits Okay I follow Hinduism. Alright? It's probably one of the right, oldest oldest faiths going, but or it's more of a psych philosophy than a faith. Um strenuously denied the other claims, telling the Medusa news agency, I do did not name a single religious organization in my speech. This is funny, nor did I use a single religious book and did not name a single religious figure apart from Christ and Buddha. <laughs> I did not do what I'm about to tell you I did. But I thought I thought Putin and Modi were supposed to be mates. Modi's a Hindu. I thought they were all in on that. Oh, I don't know what they're going on about. He's obviously got their knickers in a twist about something, but I like the fact he didn't name a single religious figure apart from Christ and Buddha. And them two. You named them two. Well, yeah, I don't... yeah, but no, I didn't name anyone but those two. Yeah, but they're the two biggest. Well, Abraham, he's in there too. Well, I mean, Buddha's technically the biggest. He's fat, yeah. He's a big lad. Um, the new Buddha is the old Buddha is quite skinny. I've got an old Buddha here. The new Buddha, the chubby Buddha is a is a is a later version after he lost his wife. Well, it would out. be probably moved to America. <laughs> they, if he's ninety eight, you'd think right he's going to be hella frail. But if he's a yoga instructor, he probably looks about forty five. That's it. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Also, is there anywhere that people are bundled apart from a police car? Um. You only ever hear like he's bundled into a van or he was bundled into a police car. That's true. No one's ever bundled. He bundled him into the house. No, he didn't. I instantly don't believe you because that doesn't happen. Yeah, he did. I bundled him into a marriage. Well, that sounds about right. No. Actually. Although bundled... we used to play bundle in the playground at school. We did. That? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I didn't go to your school, but I remember it. Um, just flatten a kid. Oh, I was always on top. As you do. Yeah. Just yeah. grab someone, chuck them on the floor, shout bundle, sit back and enjoy it. And then you can see his little ginger hair out the bottom like this. Going, yeah. Now you feel bad a lot, a lot of years later, but nah. no? Nah, I'd just be like that going, trying to get more and more cats in. <laughs> din din time. Come on, lick his ass. Din din time. Um, my last one, well, I've got two more, but one is just Nikki Haley getting battered, and that's hilarious. Um, so the real last one is... Because she's just losing every every vote and she's getting hammered. Yeah. Um, although I was talking to Warren Thornton on Monday and he was making the point that no one who gets this battered doesn't throw in the towel. So the fact that she's not would suggest that there's a reason for it. And what is that? What does she know? Something's coming, perhaps, you know. Yeah, I was but, talking um, to him this morning and he, and he brought up the same thing. I think he, it's like a holding place. Yeah, it could be. Maybe maybe Trump's going to get arrested. And we um, it's kind of, you know, with... This is what I did my whole monologue really on this week's show on the idea that actually in terms of wanting civil war, which is what they want, they want it in Europe as well. They're kind of laughing with America because if Trump gets arrested and can't stand as president, then the right will lose its mind. Mm. And if he becomes president, the left will lose their mind. Either way, there's yep. carnage. You just need a polarizing figure like that. Yeah, yeah. you've got the perfect He's, one. He does. Yeah, he does a good job at doing that. Um but my last one is Sainsbury's, right? So you, you, I don't know if you've seen this story, but where they're testing, I love it, testing, this AI, and it's it's for booze. So they'll use facial recognition and stuff so you can see if you're old enough. And if you're not old enough, the door with the booze behind it won't open. You simply can't get it, right? And from what I could see, people think that's a good idea. And it's like, but that's how they're selling it to you. 
because it ain't going to end up with booze. How it will end up is, you know, with your social credit score. Sorry, mate, you've you've had too much meat this month, so therefore the refrigerator door doesn't open. Mm. That's where it will go. And people will think that's ridiculous, and then you just have to keep pointing out to people that there's millions of people in China that can't use a fucking train. They're not allowed to because they don't have a high enough credit score. And that that's exactly where we're going with this stuff. And so they do these things, don't they? Where they we're just trialing it. We're well, not trialing it. You're not trialing it at all. And, and if they were to stick it in, we're just trialing it. So you need facial recognition to buy a steak. People will go mad. So it's like, well, what we'll do then is we'll just trial it to make sure that kids can't drink alcohol. And everyone goes, oh, that's good then. Yeah, because I don't want my, my kids drinking alcohol. Yeah, but there's always comes from a parent that's that's sitting there pissed as a fart, drinking alcohol, who also drunk when they were 14 as well. Like everybody did, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, once they put these trials in, they don't come out again. Because they don't. I remember when automatic checkouts were trialled. Now they're nearly every checkout. Yeah. Kilts. I remember when they were trialled. Still around. They just never, things never go. Once they're in, they, they yeah. never go. Yeah. Guildford 4, I remember when they were trialled. <laughs> Terrible band. Awful. I got their EP. The second album was a, the follow up was a rubbish. Um, yeah, again. So what? You can have loads of like fourteen year olds with their face stuck to the, to the like those little like you know the the the, the freezer doors in Tesco's. You, like just going, I can't. You just get your mate's face, and shove your mate's face on it, wouldn't you? Just get a cat to just nibble away at your mate's face, peel it off, stick it on your own, bosh. Face face off because you want a Heineken. Is that is that maybe going to be like because sometimes like every every action has a reaction and has a consequence but you don't always know what those consequences are. Don't know. Sometimes you never spoke to Biden. You think if you walk into a pub and you see the biggest guy, this big massive huge bodybuilder type, and you smack him in the face, I kind of know the reaction and and the consequences. I'm going to get hurt, right? Mm. But other times there's reactions that you don't expect. Maybe the fact they're trialing this AI, AI stuff will suddenly lead to homeless men having their faces cut off while they're sleeping so that teenage boys can stick them on their face to buy a bottle of cider. And no one at Sainsbury's saw that coming. You know you've got a drink problem when you're going to go to that extreme to get a can of cider. Like, when did you realise, in AA, when did you realise you had a problem, Ken? I was just, it was... It was when it was leading up to it. Oh, hi, my name's Ken. I'm an alcoholic, um, and it was the real tipping point for me. My lowest ebb was when I cut off a homeless man's face and stuck it on my face, so I could get a pay. I could get a, a bottle of white lightning. And oh, everyone stood there going, claps. "Well done! Yeah. Thanks for coming out and saying that." You can just imagine the news stories in the local paper, in the Lancashire Post. Misery. There's there's absolute outrage in in Bolton as mouth organ the the infamous mouth organ Michael who used to perform on the corner of James Street is found without a face. It's faceless. We can't put it two together because we've got these sixteen faceless homeless men and loads of pissed up kids in a park setting off fireworks and we just don't know what's going on. Um. We need and to get greatest, not, greater Manchester police in. <laughs> they've not thought about getting any elastic, so their faces just keep falling off. Well, they can't afford it, can they? This is getting a bit gross. Actually, I think I've seen this in Batman, in Gotham. If you watch Gotham about Series 4, I think the Joker does this. Puts someone's face on his face. Is that really disgusting? Got um, a face on his face. <laughs> Facing the face, London. I love, so the fact all of these... So what they can't abide by, uh, they can't account for is human stupidity with their New World Order agenda. They think that we're going to react one way, but we're actually we're going to react in a completely fucking stupid opposite way and it's all going to go wrong, which our saving grace is our own yeah. stupidity. You thought you were going to stop me eating meat and get me on the, on the cockroaches and what you didn't realise is face masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just shoved a bunch of cockroaches up my ass and then t- t- took someone else's face off, and I'm pissed. So, you know, then we're at a point where you just think, you know what? If it comes to the world end of world war, like, and you're just gonna go, would you? What would you do on the last night? Like, would you do it sober? I don't know. I don't know if I would. 
It's a deep question. Depends who I was with. If I was on my own and I was like stranded somewhere and it was all over and I had the means to have a nice bottle of scotch, I think I probably would. Someone else's face and an empty Tesco's. Then I'd just do that. But I'd stick their face on my arse and back up and pretend I was a dwarf. So where can people get their CBD? Head over to supremecbd.uk, use the code WTAF, and you get 40% off everything, which is good, isn't it? So, see you later, guys. Have a lovely week. See you later, week. everyone. <laughs> Bye.